0: All right, welcome to the Bad Clan Fantasy Podcast. I was not playing music there, so it was um, a little bit of a touch and go there, trying to figure out when the hell I was supposed to come in. Uh, I'm joined here today with my two other family guys, Rob and Tyler. How are we doing, guys? Doing great. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, no. did you guys hear that? I As did. did. Oh, I need to move that, then. <laughs> We're I'm starting off on a roaring pace, right now, like, <laughs> Um so uh, I guess you know it's been a pretty eventful week here for me personally so uh how did you guys i really just kind of blocked everything out of fantasy so how are you guys feeling after last week
1: uh fantasy wise or just in general Fan- i mean i I've wise I had a busy week too here at the homestead of we've heard, as we've heard prior in the podcast I had a lot of at the beginning of this season had a lot of house wreckage and this week there was a lot of closure uh got a lot of inside things done that makes you like actually have a kitchen and and a laundry room and, and faucets and washers and dryers. So on a personal basis, feeling great fantasy. Oh my God, the injuries that are going on, but there's one person who's been injured um, a lot of the year that's coming back. So kind of a crazy week, Tyler.
2: Uh, I think you should just burn your house down. Oh God,
1: bless America! (laughs) It was such a good segue for you to just launch into something, and then you gotta burn my house.
2: Launch into something. Uh, What am
1: (laughs) I launching into? I don't know. I don't know. You need to
2: just segues with me. You lost us. You lost all of us.
1: Well, I thought (laughs) somebody's coming back. It's your guy that you traded for weeks ago. Oh, Tyler, all, all the rights to talk. So, yeah,
0: CMC is coming back this week. Yep. Uh, by all accounts, he's going to make his return to uh, the NFL or to starting in the NFL. I am one, I'm in the camp of let's wait and see. So, Rob, how are you feeling? Because we'll make Tyler talk last because he sucks.
1: Well, I mean, the guy is good. From all reports I've heard, uh, and, well, I should say read, uh, since I'm not a real reporter – um, from do practice that. this week, like that. <laughs> from practice this week, is that he's been making cuts like normal. He's been uh, doing everything that you would expect him to do. Um, when they activate him, which I believe they will tomorrow, I think as an owner you have full confidence to play him. They would not. They know he's the most valuable player on that team. They are not going to put him out there if he's at risk of hurting himself. Um, I actually think they kept – they pretty much kept him out the full – I think it was four to six, and they kept him out the full six pretty much. Um, so I think you're ready to roll with him. I think if you've got Mike Davis, you're you're hoping that they ease him into it, you know, and that you still get, you know, some flex opportunity out of that. But I don't know. I think it'd be full gore, CMC. I do just want to say I find it
0: kind of entertaining that there's a uh, like what 15 points projected for a player still listed as IR according to ESPN. That's just uh,
2: 20, 22 points projected. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, well they must have increased it. But so Tyler, are you if the if he is activated off IR are you able to start in your fantasy lab tomorrow? Are you starting him tomorrow this weekend?
2: Um, probably just because my other option is uh H and um. Obviously, we saw, well, we didn't learn a lot last week uh, in the Jets game for Kansas City. No. Not at all. each had, I think, and then didn't play basically the second half. Right. So I'm expecting that Christian McCaffrey would at least be more stable than CEH. If McCaffrey comes back and is limited or is. Um, you know, not 100% himself yet, I'm going to be very nervous into week 10 against Tampa Bay. That's going to be a very difficult decision. And I know it's, you know, start your studs and everything, but damn, Tampa Bay is really good on defense.
1: No, I get that. If this next week or if this week he's not himself, you know, he gets limited carries or they split work and he doesn't look great in – and what he 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 looks like Camara last year when he came back. Let's say, then yeah, I would I would I would see that hesitation because Tampa Bay has been playing against the run like, you know, the best defense in the league. All right, so uh, I think we've talked
0: about CMC enough, Rob. What other notable injuries did we had last week?
1: Oh my goodness, um, I'm trying to think of all. Well, Kenny Galladay had a hip injury. He's supposed to be out. For sure, this week uh, he's just listed doubtful. He's not out yet, but should be back next week. Um, I'm trying to think of the other names, big names that got uh, help me out, Stat Monkey. Who else? Who else we got that's injured? I mean, we had the usual oh, suspects yeah. that have been injured. Yeah. Godwin, what?
2: Sorry, I was yelling at my computer because it was being loud. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Godwin broke his thumb and didn't figure it out for a couple of days. Um, right. what was that two weeks ago?
1: Um, I think that was – they figured that out last week. Oh, Kittle was the big one. Yes. Um, He broke his foot, um, and um, uh, Garoppolo uh, had another high ankle sprain, evidently not related. Oh, and um, uh, for Miami. Uh, Gaskin. Gaskin uh, is on IR with – was it an ankle? He's out at least three weeks.
2: Yep, he went to, yeah, short-term IR. Uh, yeah. MCL spray.
1: There you go. Thank you.
2: <laughs> uh, Green Bay got hit by COVID. Uh, they are without both AJ Dillon and Jamal Williams. So we're recording on Thursday night and Aaron Jones is supposedly going to give it a go. Um, and, you know, Green Bay's um, medical staff is uh, conservative and right. really doesn't pull out there unless they're ready to go. But this is a week earlier than they wanted, especially with the long week. So I really just don't think that they liked who they had in Dexter Williams for their fourth string. So you could see Jones limited tonight um, and higher risk of re-injury. Trubisky got hurt, which isn't a huge news, but it seems to be the same shoulder that nagged him in 2018. So that's something. Um, sorry, I'm just reading through here. Oh, Breeze has a mystery shoulder injury that he's saying is nothing, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ingram still missing practice. Uh, oh, and
1: uh, COVID for the 49ers, uh, Debo and um, Ayuk.
2: Yes. yes. To go
1: along with
0: um, I'm going to jump in here and finish up, finish us off here with injuries and stuff. So, Tevin Coleman, also for the 49ers, out. Uh, T.Y. Hilton did not return last week, did not practice today. Oh, uh, oh COVID list. Yes. Also, uh, Adam Humphreys, who hasn't been, you know, your your blinding starter, but he's all, he's been pretty consistent, pretty good target share. He's He was carted off last, last week after a concussion as was uh, Joey Bosa, and then Andy Dalton is still very questionable with concussion for this week.
2: And uh, and Darnold and Crowder both missed practice today.
0: For the Jets, yeah. All right, so uh, with that extensive injury coverage, I think that's the most we've ever talked about injuries. I believe so. That's thus far. Oh, yeah, it's been an injury fucking hell for the league this year. It really has. Um, So, free agent report, there were two pickups, both uncontested this last week. Uh, Zach Moss was picked up by me for $7, and Daniel Carlson, the Las Vegas kicker, for $5. I'm going to leave it up to you guys to decide who overpaid the most.
2: Uh, Anytime Um, you pay for a kicker, you overpaid.
0: Correct. Thank you. That was a uh, subtle uh, passive aggressive dig against Chris.
2: So, no, I mean, I way to go. If, if I don't, I didn't look at his roster. I don't know if he, you know, needed a kicker for kickers on by or something. And if he felt super strongly, then fine. But at the end of the day, <laughs> kickers just aren't going to score that differently to the point where you should spend on them. I'm,
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to defend Chris a little bit in that. He thought he would get Koo back easy, that nobody would pick him up because that was his plan. He had to let him go when he was hurt and pick somebody else up. And then I ended up picking up Koo before he did. And I believe he didn't want to be caught in that same boat and not get the kicker that he wanted. So he threw five bucks out there. That's a guess. But I'm thinking that's why you see actual money being paid for a kicker because of what he went through before.
2: And Blake was in uh, running back hell, so anything he wanted to spend on a running back that he felt good about, I get. Yeah,
1: was completely justified. Exactly. I was uh, in a pretty sorry state uh, before Wednesday. Uh, Speaking of running back hell, uh, Blake, uh, you made a little transaction today. I did. I was about to get into that. Uh,
0: Completed a trade with Turbo, a straight-up trade. I offered Justin Jefferson, and he took – I offered Justin Jefferson and I took uh, DeAndre Swift from him. Uh, I mean, the analysis there on my end is pretty simple. I have right receiver capital to spend and DeAndre Swift is was on his bench and is definitely going to break my lineup this week 100%. So I think it was a great uh,
1: one-week trade, if not value in the future for me. I mean, it, it depends on his volume. You know, if you get the DeAndre Swift of three weeks ago against Jacksonville, it's money. Last two weeks have been, you know, if it wasn't for him scoring a touchdown and getting some receptions, he hasn't really done much. But I, I get where you're coming from. I think you overpaid, but you kind of had to because of the position you're in. Right,
0: and it was it, even I if think it was a little bit of overpay, like I said, I, I have I have plenty of receiver stock that I c- I afford an overpay in that kind of scenario.
1: Yeah, yeah, and 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 to be fair. Minnesota's turning more into a running team as they go on because they realize that Cousins is terrible. And as, as the year goes, goes on, Swift may get more carries. So this may turn into your favor over the next few weeks.
2: Yeah, I overpay at all. Um, just because, you know, running backs are more, uh, more valuable than wide receivers inherently in fantasy. Um, and like Blake said, he had wide receivers to burn, uh, by the way, breaking news: yep. Aaron Jones is active tonight officially. So he may, they, there you play. go. Um,
0: um, I think we have one Tyler, more. I was going to say, Tyler, is there any other breaking news you would like to break
2: for us? Well, I think we have one more trade. Uh, Rob, do you want to take us through it?
1: Uh, a trade or a transaction? A trade. Well, I'd have to – recent activity. I mean, I see you added Jordan Reed. Trade? I, I don't see a trade.
2: Oh, oops. Here you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have to, oh, no, I have to log in. Oh, shit.
1: I mean, I saw oh, that you added no. Jordan Reed dropped off. Congratulations. And I also oh, see that Monty dropped Garner Minshew and added Matthew Stafford, who may not play. So that's a that's a winner. I mean, I could go all day, Tyler. What there did you, you do? We that? had this all planned out. I
0: don't know. We, we had we had the reveal all like written in the script and everything. There it is. Really did.
2: Well, uh, Rob, go ahead and uh, refresh
0: that.
1: Oh god.
2: And also, Rob, to... we're going to need you to move some fab around.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: Take it away, Rob.
1: All right, so it looks like the Reapers are trading Jonathan Taylor and Mike Williams to the Hot Snakes. In return, they're going to get Nick Chubb and, I guess, some Fab was involved. Eight dollars. It didn't. It doesn't say on the thing. So, all right. So I have to go here. Let me. Well, before we you guys that- go ahead. And- to talk about yourselves about why you guys did this while I try to get this going.
2: All right, fine. I'll, I'll start. Uh, Obviously, Blake Go was forward. in running back hell this week. Uh, so I initially approached him with a different running back um, for uh, Justin Jefferson. And then that got squashed when he traded for Swift, which was, I admit, a better trade for him. Um, and then, you know, he's still in running back hell where he needed somebody to play ahead of, Moss, we just spent money on, because Moss isn't is a, a great matchup this week. And Chubb is supposed to come off IR next week. Okay, well, you know, what, what do you think about Jonathan Taylor? And I needed a roster <laughs> spot to uh, get CMC off of IR, and Blake needed a running back this week, so it worked out all the way around. Yeah, and it
0: was, it was really the only track that we had to have a mutual game for both of us going forward, I think. And now going forward, I have, you know, Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon coming back next week. I'll have Mike Miles Gaskin on the IR for the playoffs, barring I make them. Currently, I'm looking all right to get there. Um, And then Mike Williams is going to replace that kind of long shot flyer that Justin Jefferson had, albeit to a a slighter degree than Jefferson had.
1: Um, how much fab was it, boys? Eight dollars. So Blake goes to eighteen from twenty-six and reapers goes from fifty to fifty-eight. Correct. Yep. Done, boys. All right. It's upheld well. and live and in person. Trade happened on the system. So you got there, you go.
0: Yep, that is actually why we started a little bit later than we had planned to, is because uh Tyler and I were negotiating over uh, Google Duo, getting that trade finalized before we started. Yeah, that took half an hour. (laughs) So now I'm going to, uh, before we move to the first matchup, I'm going to update my lineup. So if you guys want to refresh your windows
2: on that. While we're doing that, tell us what you think about that one.
1: I guess he's moving on. No, I was say saying- we should probably get in the first we're hitting eighteen minutes. We should probably get no, matchup. Rob, Rob, Rob,
0: Rob while I adjust my lineup real quick after that trade. Uh, tell me tell you
1: tell us what you think about that one. What I think about the trade? Yeah, I mean, I guess you guys put it. you needed a um, a running back. Jonathan Taylor, before this last week, this trade would have not happened. But when we saw what happened with uh, Jonathan Taylor last week, plus his injury, plus the fact that he didn't come through in a, in a prime position, we know Nick Chubb's getting his job back after this next week. Um, and Mike Williams is hit or miss. So I can see why Tyler did it, and I can see why you did it. So I think it's an even trade. All righty. So let's move into our first matchup here. Since we're, like Rob said, already, already almost 20 minutes in. Not that we're yeah. going to rush through these or anything. No, no, no. But it was, uh, it's, it, this is nice. We've actually had some live action here.
0: So our first one here is going to be the six and two kegerator versus the four and four touchdown my pants. Uh, it's a pretty close matchup according to the win probability for uh, ESPN. Keggerator is going to have Kyler Murray against Miami at quarterback versus touchdown my pants Russell Wilson
1: at Buffalo. Wow. I mean, not to get deep in the weeds here, but I'm just gonna go Russell. I I mean I could give a reason why I think one blah blah blah. I think they're both gonna do great. Uh normally you'd think Buffalo's the better defense, but they've been not great recently. Give me Russell.
2: Yeah, and Miami is actually a really, really good defense. Um I, they, you know, we've been talking all year where we're like, well, they're not bad. No, they're actually good on defense. So um, yeah. I mean, I think Kyler's going to have a fine game, but uh, a fine game for Kyler is Russell.
1: Well, and, and, and Byron Jones is back. He had been hurt and when both their corners play, they're really stellar on defense. So yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yep. Yeah. And I,
0: I just want to throw in, you know, in the past, it's been oh they're playing against Miami. That's a that's a shoe, in Just they're just basically like the Jets on defense. No, I mean last week they ruined the the Rams. Two touchdowns. <laughs> they on really teams, did. Two interceptions. Two fumble recoveries. Two sacks. I mean, it was one of the best defensive outings we've seen this year out of a defense. So, you know, be wary starting your players against Miami going forward. I I would feel confident in saying. Um, running back for keg is going to be a questionable zeke i'm not 100 percent on what that's about but uh he's playing against pittsburgh and he's also got david montgomery at Tennessee versus pants chase edmonds against miami uh and jerek mckinnon against green
2: bay okay this is super easy for you. um zeke has a hammy he should be fine but he's playing pittsburgh and he doesn't have an offensive line um And David Montgomery has a so-so matchup against Tennessee. Uh, Chase Edmonds should be the guy in uh, Arizona's backfield, and we've seen what he does when he gets the workload there. And in the San Francisco backfield, it's Jarek McKinnon and Jamichael Hasty, and that's it. So as long as uh, McKinnon makes it through the game, um, he should get, you know, 10 touches. So this is easy Edmonds and McKinnon here which if you would have told me that before the season, uh, you know, just based on their situations, I would have laughed you.
1: Um, I agree hundred percent, 100% on that. It's, and, and you would have laughed at it too. I mean, I actually think that if, if the carries are 50, 50 for Zeke and, uh, Pollard, that'll be lucky for Zeke owners. Um, I agree. It's it's Edmonds and McKinnon, easy. Green Bay can't stop the run, and Edmonds is going to get all the love. So, yep, yeah, give me those two, easy. Um, the only uh, shadow I would cast on your guys'
0: analysis there is that I read a report today that uh, Jermichael Hasty is supposedly going to get uh, the bulk of the carries in the 49ers backfield.
2: Yeah, but I, I just still I I have zero faith in Zeke to do anything against. I mean. Weeks against Washington,
1: right?
2: He's had twelve for forty-five and nineteen for sixty-three. Granted, Philly's front seven is pretty good, but Washington doesn't stop the run. twelve, I mean, Zeke has been saved by touchdowns this year and potentially receptions, but especially coming off of a he's not going to get the workload you expect, and uh, he's up against a really good defense. I, I just honestly, Zeke might be the worst. All righty.
0: Let's move into receivers then. All right. Uh, Keg has DeAndre Hopkins against Miami and Chris Godwin. Questionable. I I don't know how I feel about Chris Godwin. Um, oh, no, I'm thinking of Ridley on his team. Chris Godwin, I'm not sure. Yeah, about. Yeah. Um, uh, Godwin's playing against New Orleans. And then Pants will have Adam Thielen against Detroit and Marvin Jones at Minnesota. They're a little bit of head-to-head action. then.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, Hopkins is is obviously the alpha here among these four. Uh, so it really comes down to the health of Godwin. He had uh, surgery on his index finger, I believe, last week. If he proves in practice tomorrow that he can catch and do things with it, he'll probably play against New Orleans and, and be a, a decent option um, in that game. Thielen against Detroit's going to be fine. Um, Detroit's not great. Marvin Jones, I mean, Galladay's out this week. Marvin Jones, we've seen what happens when he's the alpha. He just doesn't come through. You know, I could, I could see this being more of a, um, you know, as long as Hawkinson plays, uh, because I, I think he was limited in practice, more of a Hawkinson game, um, than Marvin Jones. So, as long as Godwin plays, I'm Hopkins and Godwin.
2: Um, boy the The concern I have with Hopkins is exactly what you said when they're getting uh, Jones back on defense, and man, there's a lot of upside in that Thielen and Jones. Although again, Stafford's out this week, so Jones is gonna have a backup quarterback. Um, yeah, he uh,
1: he still could get oh, he cleared. Said he could get cleared. He still could get – he's out right now. There's a chance if he, he has to get a couple tests, he could be cleared Saturday. If he's cleared – So there's a chance he can play. Yeah,
2: if he's cleared, I would take Thielen and Jones. Um, again, Godwin with the thumb injury, I, I just – I don't trust him coming back. Uh, pretty difficult to catch passes without a thumb, I imagine. Uh, or no. Right. right. Was it a thumb or an index finger? Um, yeah, index finger. Oh, well, it still would be painful to catch passes with a broken finger. Um
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be the yeah. easiest.
2: And and it's Antonio Brown's first week. I think we're we'll probably talk about this later. I don't know if he's getting started, but I think they're gonna force beat him the ball to try to be like Hey, AB! Welcome to the club. We, we love you here. Let's keep
1: hey, you happy. Hey, let's go. Uh, so <laughs> I
2: just don't see an upside for Godwin where I do with Thielen and Jones, and I think Hopkins' upside is limited here. So I think it's, I think it's a lot closer than it would initially look. Like.
0: So that Tyler, you actually kind of touched on what I was going to say. Moving out of this uh, wide receiver matchup is, what do you like, especially with Godwin coming off of the finger surgery and. Uh, Antonio Brown's debut game. I mean, can you really even trust Chris Godwin at all? And then on the other side of the matchup here, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Marvin Jones had two touchdowns last week, and both of them came after uh, Galladay was out. Yeah, you are
2: correct. He he. Has, so uh, I mean, you know, the, the one place Jones what's really, that? Uh, gets a step up with Ga- Galladay out is in the red zone. Um that's easy i mean it's it's going to be him and it's uh it's going to be him and uh hockinson if they're past um and to answer your first question about godwin can you trust him at all yeah you can trust him going forward i just want to see him healthy first but i think godwin uh, brown and evans all play completely different roles in this offense so i don't think that they're necessarily gonna cover each other up at all
0: all right, so tight end for Keg Raider is Hunter Henry against the Raiders versus Touched on My Pants, Rob Gronkowski against the
1: Saints. I mean, um, God, I mean, name-wise, you'd, you'd say Henry, but uh, the Saints don't know how to cover tight ends. So I'm going to favor Gronk, crazy as it sounds.
0: Oh,
1: and Rob, I'm going to step
0: in before Tyler here. Uh, I'm sorry, Tyler. Oh, go ahead.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, at this point,
0: I wouldn't even go name wise. Robert Minkowski is the tenth tight end on the year, compared to Hunter Henry's fifth or fifteen.
2: Yeah, and Henry's go. been bad since uh, uh, Herbert took over. Um, last four games, five points, twelve points, five points, seven points. I mean, Herbert just doesn't target the tight end as much. Uh, Henry is very quickly losing viability. Um, and Raider desperately
0: needs Hooper back off of the off of uh, IR. All righty, so we're gonna move into the flex position. Uh, just as a little peek behind the curtains here, I was trying to get the Kegger Raiders four net earlier today against New Orleans versus Touch of My Pants, Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper fall from grace into the slot position or the flex position against Pittsburgh today, or this week?
1: Well, well, it's obvious why. I mean, they're they're on their third, well, shoot, it'll be their fourth quarterback. Because uh, Ben DiNucci is not going to play this week because he did so terrible last week in recognizing blitzes and reading and everything. So they're going to go to, who, who is he, Tyler?
2: uh cooper rush
1: no the other one.
2: Oh, talked about him last week great?
1: gilbert what's he thank you that's why i was i was trying to go for the joke and you didn't do it um one of those two um uh, god i hope it's gilbert Grape because i certainly don't want cooper rush but at any rate um god yeah you got to go for it here guys i'm sorry
2: yeah
0: yep yeah it truly sucks as a cowboys fan all three of us to Pick against Amari Cooper The number one receiver there in Dallas (laughs) And taking the timeshare back in Tampa Bay Nope,
2: I don't give a shit Tank for Trevor, let's do it Or tank for the number one pick So we can trade it And get 17 first round picks
1: Oh, you know, even if Dallas tanks They can't win that Because they can't win anything They'll get two So I'm fine with whoever gets one Taking Trevor We'll re-sign Dak And take the best defensive player in the draft Boom. All
0: right. Well, I mean, I looked the other day in the number one or the draft rankings. The second best rated person is an offensive lineman in the draft. Uh, oh, I think
2: what we're actually going to do is we're going to trade down and take a corner, but that's me. And we got to speed up because we've spent this matchup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, we're, you know what?
0: Fuck it. Tonight, no more defensive kickers. Fuck We're well, going only to if, the bench. Only if there's uh, anything Rob.
2: notable there, we'll talk about them. But there uh, isn't.
0: Well, yep. So, Rob, tell me about Kicker bench.
1: I mean, there's not much that I could, no nothing. Sorry. Next, Tyler.
2: Um, ditto. There's there's nothing. Here.
0: Alright, so, so, so who are you taking? This I'm right? taking
2: pants. Um, I think we we talked about it at every single position. Uh, outside of the flex, the Keg Raiders' upside is potentially capped this week, and you know, mm-hmm. pants really only needs a couple of guys to go absolutely ballistic to win this one. So I'm taking him.
1: I, I'm going to agree.
0: <sighs> <sighs> yep, I'm going to have to go with you guys as well. So I don't hear from it. Nate later
1: that he's got you know this guy and this guy, but sorry Nate. Uh, next up, we're gonna go over the two and six easy turbo versus the three and five
0: Whitefish. fish. Um, this is currently heavily favored in whitefish's corner. Uh, turbo has Matt Ryan against Denver versus Ben Roethlisberger at Dallas. Uh, easy peasy. Uh,
2: Dallas doesn't. Have-
1: on QB one week. Yeah, I I mean, I hate to agree, but if there's any week, you know, Roethlisberger has been around a 20-point guy. But if there's any week he's going to do well, it's against Dallas. They can't cover anyone. Yeah, I almost uh, skipped this matchup because
0: it's against Dallas, so we're just going to move on to the running back. <laughs> Turbo has Todd Gurley against Denver and Jamichael Hasty against Green Bay versus Whitefish James
1: Conner at Dallas and Derrick Henry against Chicago. I mean, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to go with Conner and Henry. Uh, and the reason I don't want to do it is because I don't like to favor myself, but Conner against Dallas, I mean – Dallas can't stop the run either, and come on, Derek Henry, let's go.
2: Yeah, if if Gurley has a good game, uh, this could become interesting because, like we talked about, Green run and Hasty should be the lead guy tonight, uh, even if he is splitting time. Uh, but yeah, Connor Connor has a shot at 100 this week, and uh, Henry is Henry. So yeah, Connor and Henry. <laughs>
0: Receivers for Turbo are going to be Julio Jones against Denver and Robbie Anderson at Kansas City versus Whitefish, Devontae Adams at the 49ers and DK Metcalf at Buffalo.
2: Okay, so Anderson against Kansas City. Kansas City's actually been really good against wide receivers this year. Uh, so that will limit that. And, yeah, they um, you know, Julio's Julio. Um, but, man, Devontae Adams at Cisco. Uh, who's depleted tonight and DK Metcalf at Buffalo. Come on, shut it down.
1: Yeah. I have to agree to that too, especially we have already seen the running back problems. They, uh, that green Bay is going to have, you know, Adams is going to try to play mostly because they're down to the fourth string running back and a guy off the practice squad. Otherwise, which means they're going to throw, um, the, the only thing you worry about here is that because San Francisco is so depleted on offense because of injuries and COVID, that they could they could get up, and they could get up by either defense, special teams, maybe running, that maybe they don't throw a lot in this game. Um, so I'm a little worried about Adams, but yeah, you got to give it to the pedigree of Adams and Metcalf.
0: All right, so Rob, let me poke po- a whole bunch of holes inside of you right now why um first off you said um adams is going to play a running back jones is going to try to play a running back uh right. also dk metcalf played against the 49ers last week and wrapped i meant up- jones sorry metcalf racked up 12 catches for 161 yards and two touchdowns on 15 targets against the 49ers last week i don't think that there's going to be any holding back or anything from green bay i think this is adams and metcalf without a doubt hands yeah, fucking. Blake,
2: uh, I would like to solve the puzzle.
0: Yeah, what's the puzzle?
2: Uh, the puzzle is who's going to win, and I pick Whitefish.
0: Uh, yep, I do believe it's an early solve, but I think it's 100% correct. Oh, we're, we're, we're turning the Ruby's Cube right now? Yes, because the next matchup in tight end is going to be John U. Smith Smith uh, for Chicago uh, for Turbo versus Darren Waller at the Chargers. Okay. And then going into flex, I mean, we have Deontay Johnson at Dallas, but Deontay Johnson is injury riddled. But when he's healthy, he's amazing. Versus Antonio Gibson against the Giants, and the Giants fucking sucks. So I think this is, <laughs> I think this is a sweep for Whitefish's side. Honestly,
2: I mean, Johnson Johnson may outscore Gibson, but if he does, Whitefish has Roethlisberger to offset him. Uh, Waller is a top three tight end, and Johnu Smith is. Jonathan Smith is eight. I mean, he's been uh, good, but he's been uh, splitting ever since uh, he got hurt. And I think uh, Ferpster, that's there. um, He's been splitting time with.
1: Yes, Ferpster. So he's just not
2: reliable. Yeah, I mean, the, the only really even in question is the flex. And even then, like you said, Whitefish has a good matchup.
0: So yeah, I'm thinking, you. You, uh, you turned it. You try right. as, as Rob said. You turned that cube early and took white fish. I called that, and I take white fish as well. Rob, are you doing all right.
1: That? I'm. I will acquiesce. Are you finally and taking take yourself? myself? I will take myself as well. Impressive. If I lose the turbo, it's Harry carry time. All right, well, Rob, welcome to three and six.
2: If uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: if- Yeah, exactly. Thanks. No, I change it. I'm going turbo.
0: (laughs) It's already been said and I've already closed the tab. You're closing yourself.
2: If you would like to actually go turbo. Yeah, save it as turbo. Okay. Whitefish takes turbo. I'm
1: going turbo. Okay. I'm gonna vote against myself. It seems to help me.
2: (laughs) Um Wow. All right. yeah, Yeah, Tyler. Next. Looking at Turbo's bench. I would be oh, playing Justin Jefferson uh, over Robbie Anderson. I I understand the baseline is there with Robbie Anderson, and he's been solid. But again, <laughs> Turbo needs upside, and if if Justin Jefferson can put up a you know 150 yard game at two touchdowns, that would certainly help.
0: Well, and I mean, in in support of Jefferson, let's be honest. There we always say, oh, they, it's always one receiver or the other, and that's not always right. This year it's been 100% correct. Every other week it's been It's been Thielen's week or Jefferson's week. Last week Jefferson had a down week. This week according to the way it, the pattern it's gone, he's going to have a massive week uh, this week. Yeah,
2: Especially I would City also trade. like to squat on a take. Um, do you guys remember how a couple of years yeah. ago Sammy Watkins uh, when he first got named the Lizard King it's Started becoming apparent that the Lizard King was only good when the sun was out because he was cold blooded. Uh, I think Justin <laughs> right? Jefferson is the opposite when he's Dome. Versus Tennessee in in Minnesota, seven for hundred and seventy-five and one. At Houston, which is a dome, four for one hundred and three. Uh, at Seattle, which is outside, only three for twenty-three. Versus Atlanta in a dome, nine for one hundred and sixty-six and two, at Green Bay outside, three for 20 twenty-six. They're back.
1: You know, you can't argue with stats. Sure, you can. That's that's my whole point of existence is to argue against them. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. Uh, can I finally move into our next matchup? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, it's going to be the seven to one monkeys versus the three and five Reapers. Oh, here we go. Uh, Reapers are currently favored. The monkeys are going to throw out Pat Mahomes against Carolina versus
1: Josh Allen against Seattle. Wow. What a matchup all around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Josh Allen has the better matchup just because Seattle is giving up, you know, record numbers of passing yards but he's faded off recently and Patrick Mahomes has been just getting it done Mahomes yeah you you can't argue with the the touchdown numbers from Mahomes already it's it's fucking
0: crazy
2: yeah and yep. if if Allen doesn't uh, show so, up this week I may have to start looking for a quarterback unfortunately
0: all right yeah Tyler you, you don't get to talk during your matchup I've that's just the matchup. rules I did. I talked during mine. Uh, Well, I forgot that happened, so, you know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, dog. She just, like, ripped up the whole carpet while power sliding to a stop to chew her goddamn ball. Um, Way to go. Running back for the Monkees is Alvin Kamara at Tampa Bay and David Johnson at Jacksonville versus the Reapers, Clyde Edwards Hilaire against um, Carolina we, and James Robinson Houston. Fine, I'm refreshing. Refresh what? All right, so it's uh, James Robinson and Christian McCaffrey who's still still technically on IR against Kansas City.
1: Oh there we go. Got it. I mean what I'm thinking here is, I, I, I mean, I like, I like Kamara in general. I don't think he's going to find running room at, at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, as we've spoken about many times on this podcast, real good against the run. But he gets eight, nine receptions a game. David Johnson against Jacksonville. I mean, if he was a great running back with great usage, you know, I would love that matchup. Robinson against Houston. Houston's not that great on defense. The only reason they're kind of ranked this week is because they're starting a backup quarterback. So Robinson's going to be the focal point of that offense. Um, so I like his usage here. And McCaffrey against Kansas City, i that's a big question mark. Who am I going to favor here? I, <laughs> God. Under normal circumstances, I'd go Kamara Jones, but I just don't like the Tampa Bay matchup, except that he gets the catches. So monkeys an edge by like one. I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to
0: Kamara and Johnson, not by a lot, but you know, like confidently, you know, seven to twelve.
2: Okay, I would very hesitantly give the edge to myself, just because I think Kamara is gonna get slowed down by that Tampa defense. <sighs>
1: And that's why I said one because McCaffrey is a you know the question mark. It's McCaffrey of old. It's easier for me. You know what I'm saying. If he's not coming right. off injury, and the only reason why I'm not saying
0: not, I'm not going against Kamara at all is because he's been quote unquote slowed down by one defense, and that's the Charges in Week Five, and that was 19 fantasy points. He's been
1: above that every single week yeah, since. And- otherwise, yeah, but he hasn't played a well, rushing defense, a rushing he did play. Tampa front. A week one. But like Tampa he was,
2: he was held oh he, he, what was do held he get float there? by two touchdowns but he only had 12 for 16 on the ground and five for 51 through the air uh and it was his uh, he only had twenty three points but like I said that was on the back of him. so it, if, if you could and I mean that was also the, that was also the first week in
0: the year i, I mean i yeah. would not I would not vote against the camaro momentum
1: at this point
2: if you could lock it
1: no, he's he's the number one back. So,
2: if you could I get lock that. in McCaffrey for twenty points, I think that makes it super easy. That's McCaffrey and Rob. Don't think you can lock him in for that right now.
0: No, you can't. So, receivers for monkeys. We got Michael Gallup against Pittsburgh and Brandon Cooks at Jacksonville versus hmm. Reapers. Terry McLaurin against the Giants and Stephon
1: Diggs. Uh, against against Seattle. Okay, so for me, this is easy. It's McLaurin and Diggs. Diggs has a great matchup against Seattle. McLaurin is their alpha. Uh, Cooks is a guess who's Houston's going to throw to, even though Jacksonville's not that great. And we saw Danucci favor Gallup last week, but he's not playing and who the heck you know is either cooper rush or uh what's his nuts gonna favor this week i have no idea so Gallup is a super super question mark to me
0: gentlemen oh no uh
2: i i agree um Cooks has been really good the last couple of weeks. Uh, 12, 12 targets, 9 targets, 9 targets. Yes. So that gives me slight pause. But if we think that Allen, ha- if Allen is going to have a good game, so is Diggs. And uh, the only concern I have is, uh, I think it's Bradbury for the Giants that's actually been good this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's going to be on the floor. So I think it could be closer than the names indicate, but I think it's...
0: Yep, agreed Alright, tight end for the monkeys is Noah Fant at Atlanta versus the other Iowa boy from last year
1: TJ Hawkinson at Minnesota Wow, Iowa boys against each other and you know what, they have great matchups Hawkinson gets Minnesota who can't stop anything Atlanta can't stop anything we said we w- weren't going to push, didn't we, Blake? No
0: pushes unless you want me to push you in the deck.
1: Wow. Uh, I'm going to lean Hawkinson just because Galladay's out this week. So, I'm going to lean that way.
2: Tyler, what you got? Um, I mean, Hawkinson has been by far more consistent than fans. I'm, I'm just staring down at Jordan Reed, who I just picked up, uh, being oh. – the last man standing in San Francisco. I don't know if I'm going to be ballsy enough to do it. Does, I don't know? Has Green Bay sure. decent against the tight end? Nope.
1: Not really, but hey, you know what they say, Tyler? No balls, uh, no babies. No. Oh, is, no balls, no climax. But I was close.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I do just want to remark, really, right here. Um, both, so both Iowa tight ends were really hyped going into last year, and you know they had hit and miss rookie seasons. They both had have had pretty good show ups in their sophomore years in the NFL. Uh, yeah, Hawkinson is the number four tight end in fantasy this year, and Noah fantasy number twelve tight end. There's thirteen total fantasy points separating them, so that's just that speaks to you how close. <laughs> The top thirteen tight ends are this year. Yeah, very clustered. Yes. Um. So yeah, I think this is going to be really close. But I'm just I'm going to lean Hawkinson as well. I just uh, the right. depleted yep. Detroit pass catchers, as well as just the what he's shown this year. Uh, flex position yep. for monkeys is Darius Slayton at Washington versus Allen Robinson
1: at Tennessee for the Reavers. All right, so uh, this one's easy for me. Slayton was like the number one guy, but now he's got competition um, because uh, uh, – Shepard. What's his name? Yeah, Shepard, thank you, uh, got healthy. Um, Allen Robinson really has no competition, and Tennessee is not that great against the Paz. um, um, Give me Robinson here in this matchup. All
0: right, um, the only mentionable thing about defense kickers here is that monkeys have the Steelers at Dallas. Yeah, monkeys, I mean, done. I,
1: Otherwise, uh, Rob, Rob Tyler, no, shut up. I, I know it's Washington that, uh, yeah. Giants, but come on. Yes,
2: Steelers, I 100% Dallas. I 100 agree. I'm home. just saying I ain't got no slouch over there right, right now.
1: No, but –
0: yeah, but you're getting beat by – yeah, okay. Rob, tell me about the monkeys bench. you going to change anything over there?
1: No, there, way so, too many buys. I, I mean, he's I, like he's
0: – yeah. I will say that their buys and injuries look like they did the week I played against you.
1: There's literally one person on this bench you could play, and that's Gus Edwards, and you're not playing him against any of – I mean, maybe – here's the thing. Maybe if you thought – that they uh, that the uh, Ravens were going to run all over Baltimore. You might play him against instead of David Johnson, but I wouldn't because I would give him a chance against Jacksonville, who's not good. So that's it, nothing.
0: So I just want to before we move over to Tyler's bench. The Ravens aren't going to run all over Baltimore. If anything, the Ravens were going to run all over uh, Indianapolis yeah, it would, this
2: week. It would be oh, that's what I meant. Uh oh, sorry, the Ravens Cri- run all over Baltimore, especially since they're.
1: I mean, they practice. Maybe the offense wins. All right, so Rob, you know go, what I mean. the Rob, Colts. Go, go ahead have another drink. Tyler, Do you Tyler, realize the think. Colts used to be Baltimore?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob,
1: have, have so there drink. you go. And Tyler, tell me about. You. I'm old and I forget these things.
0: What'd you say? I said, Rob, for the third time. Yes, have another drink. Tyler, yeah, tell I me did. about your team.
2: Oh, somebody else isn't handling my bench. No, you're yeah, you don't, nobody handles else bench. handles the person that's playing bench. Yes, it is. That's not I true. I refuse to handle my own bench.
0: That's never been true. Tyler, who are you thinking of playing? We, I mean, It's it's never been not true that the person who's playing well, doesn't handle their own bench. a couple
2: more negatives in that sentence. Maybe we can figure it out. <laughs>
0: Tyler, it's never us, not holy. true
2: that they don't not handle their cock sucking bed
1: <laughs> i wouldn't change anything on your bench except maybe if you're thinking about you're at the tight end position that's it boom done
0: i take tyler in this matchup yeah i uh, do too
2: of picking myself i don't- Yes. Are you gonna Grudgingly.
1: okay? All right,
0: so second to last matchup here is going to be the fighting hedgehogs at two and six versus my team, the backdoor hot snakes, at three and five. Gonna try that. You try that hedgehogs again. are going to throw Tom Brady. In. Oh, I said mine backwards. I'm five and three. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I I read it as five and three, but said it's three and five, and my brain that's perfect. He did a great job. My brain did that earlier. It's fine. (laughs) Fucking crazy. So, Tom Brady for the Hedgehogs versus Lamar Jackson for me. Tom Brady's playing the States. Lamar Jackson's at Indy.
2: Um, Indy is a really good defense, but considering uh, the Ravens are going to run all over Baltimore, it's really. Day that Lamar Jackson will be a part of that, right, Rob? <laughs> um, I, I agree. No, my, my real analysis here um, is Indy's a really good defense, uh, <laughs> and Lamar hasn't been Lamar of last year. He's the quarterback 20 on the year. Um, he has Antonio Brown this week added to his uh, team, so Brady. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Agreed. Alrighty, moving into running backs for the Hedgehogs is gonna be Philip Lindsay. Still questionable with that uh, Concussion yeah. Um at Atlanta. Okay. So Philip Lindsay at Atlanta and Justin Jackson against the Raiders versus my DeAndre Swift at Minnesota and Jonathan Taylor against Baltimore.
1: I mean, I I don't like any running back against Baltimore, to be fair. Um, especially one coming off a game where they should have done well. Swift is eh. if Lindsay's cleared, Atlanta's not good. Jackson's also this is these are the, this is the worst running back matchup I've seen all week. um If Lindsay is cleared to me he's the best back here. So I'm going to go. Yeah, imagine
2: if uh, this—we were doing this matchup before Blake made two trades to fix his running backs.
1: Well, yeah, it would have been even worse. um,
2: Kelly has actually slid down the depth chart, so Jackson's the lead guy in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, I got to go, Lindsey and Jackson here Um, again. Taylor has a bad matchup this week, and could be a week winner, but you can't count on that.
1: Right.
0: So right. I just a quick note before my trades I did this this evening, it would have been um uh fucking that guy not uh Zach Zach Moss and Adrian Peterson would have been my starters for this. Okay. So you have upgraded. Yes I have. Uh um, right. receivers for the hedgehogs is gonna be Will Fuller at Jack's and Mar uh Tyree Kill against Carolina versus my AJ Brown. Questionable, but he's always questionable against Chicago and Keenan Allen against Las Vegas.
1: Um all right, I like Allen as a target monster. AJ Brown is hard to project. Uh, Tyreek Hill has a high ceiling. I like Fuller against Jacksonville. I'm going to go Hill and Fuller. I am as
2: well, uh, mainly because I'm not confident you're going to have A.J. Brown. He didn't Thursday, so you need to see a full, well, probably a full practice out of him to be confident in playing him uh, Sunday. And Man, Fuller and Hill with those guys, they could combine for like 80 points potentially. If they both,
1: right, I mean, they they could combine for twenty or eighty. So, exactly.
2: Yeah, give
0: me give me Hill and All Already, tight uh, end for the Hedgehogs is Mark Andrews at Indianapolis versus my Jared Cook at Tampa Bay.
2: This is super.
0: Sexy little division matchup there against uh, Drew Brees yeah, and Yeah,
2: this is super Tom interesting Brady. to me um, yeah. because, again, uh, Indy Very. has a good defense, and Tampa Bay really hasn't been great. That, that's been the one area you can attack them is that tight end. Uh, New Orleans had th- uh, success against them earlier in the year. Really, the only teams that haven't had success with the tight end are teams that don't have a tight end. I mean, you look at the last two weeks, Waller had seven for 56 in a touch. Giants tight ends put up seven for 76. I'm going to Cook here.
1: You know what? <sighs> Andrews has been somewhat of a disappointment recently. I'm going to go Cook only because I do think – I don't think he's going to be – 100%, but I think Michael Thomas comes back this weekend and plays that takes some of the attention away from the middle. Um, yeah, give me Cook. Well, it's nice to get a win.
0: <laughs> uh, so, flex for the Hedgehogs is going to be Chase Claypool at Dallas versus my questionable Jamison Crowder against New Orleans, or I mean, New England. I don't feel confident in this right now. I decided to leave it in for the oh.
1: podcast just to see what you guys had to say. Well, what we got to say is the way it stands: uh, Crowder hasn't practiced all week, uh, and Claypool is against Dallas. So you, you make yeah, the decision. I mean,
2: as it stands right now, I would say you're probably playing your newly acquired Mike Williams, unless you feel good with Chark with the uh, new quarterback in Jacksonville. Um.
1: And yeah.
2: I, honestly, yeah. I mean... Good luck. Yeah. I guess Mike Williams does but, yeah, I mean, I'm playing anybody against Dallas. Um. So, yeah, it could be Claypool.
0: All right. So, I mean, I'm, we're going to talk about these real quick because we've talked about both these defenses already in this podcast. So, Hedgehogs has Ravens defense against Indianapolis, or at Indianapolis, and I have the Dolphins at Arizona.
1: I mean, for me, this is easy. It's the Ravens. uh, They could put up a lot of yards and points, um, that being Indianapolis, but Phillip Rivers will throw picks, and the Ravens will get them and probably return them for scores, so give me the Ravens.
2: Yeah, you're you're actually 100% right. I was going to say that these are two really good defenses, but I wasn't super confident them in, in of them in fantasy, um, but you are you are one hundred percent right that India's uh, turnover problem.
0: All right, so I'm gonna choose Tyler to look over the hedgehogs. As,
2: bench. Long, as long as you don't, oh. uh, as a trade off, I refuse to pick this matchup. You. There you go, deal. Um, boy. Fine. Uh, I don't really see much. Um, No, I, I don't see anything I would trade here. I mean, Ebron versus Dallas, but you're not really going to trust any Pittsburgh tight end, uh, even though Andrews has a bad matchup. I mean, Ebron's been good the last two weeks, though. Eight targets and five targets. But I don't think... Mark Andrews can go off three touchdowns any given week, so if you're if you're feeling desperate, then I could see it, but probably not.
0: All right, so talking about mine, my lineup here, I'm gonna I'm going a start quarterback like you guys said. I so I have Ryan Tannehill on my bench, and the only reason he's not in there right now is because. If I remember right, and I'm not seeing him right now, but Lamar Jackson's playing against the number two or three defense against quarterbacks. Brian Tannehill's playing against the number one. So it's basically a toss-up. Toss I'll probably pivot Sunday morning, you know, three or four times. Uh, otherwise, my flex position, like you guys said, is pretty weak with uh, Jameson Crowder. I'm looking at Chark mm-hmm. or – I don't feel Brown. I don't feel great about Mike Williams this week. Hollywood Brown would probably be the one the other one I would think about there. I don't know. Robbie, anything to add? Oh, and I was gonna mention the I defense. Mean, I was gonna mention the defense. You know, I I, I gotta keep the, the Chargers on my bench because, you know, the Dolphins have proved every time I bench them they do fucking do well. And the Chargers just yeah uh, are not
1: that great. I don't know why you still have the Chargers, but at any rate, you could also consider Zach Moss in that flex position. But um, you, you have like three choices that you could have there if Crowder doesn't go. I agree to have Crowder there because if he plays, he's a target monster. However, and I guess it, I was going to say because their quarterback is actually a questionable too, but it doesn't matter who plays. He he got the targets anyway. But I would I would and, uh, seriously Crowder consider one of these other options. So
2: you're are gonna have to sit with that
0: decision, uh, if right? You decide to play, right. Uh, play him and then he doesn't play. Right, exactly. That'll yeah, that'll be a pivot again Monday morning. If they say that oh he's a game time decision, then I'll have well, to pivot pivot away from Crowder. And I do before we move on. Before we make our picks, I just want to say. That before I made all these trades and tonight I was projected 118 points, and I made these trades, and I'm now projected 130.1 to 131.0. So, I mean, that's I made it a hell of well, a way close closer.
2: Crowder, you won't have the luxury of yeah, uh, nice. if you're going to pivot from Crowder Monday morning. You're going to have to drop Crowder or T. Higgins. No, no, you said
0: Monday, Tyler. I said Sunday morning. I meant Sunday morning. Sunday.
2: Well, that makes more sense, then.
0: There you go. Yes. All right. So, uh, Rob,
1: give me your pick. I don't like it, but I'm taking hedgehogs. Tyler?
2: Um, yeah. You, you brought this uh, matchup within 0.9 point. Um, like Rob said, when we talked about the trade, part of the reason that Taylor was even available was how he looked last week. And uh, really, really I started to kind of question whether he's actually injured or whether that was a confidence thing that they said, Oh yeah, he was dinged up. That's why he sucked. Um And so, again, against the Baltimore defense, I'm super nervous about Taylor, and that's why I wasn't playing him uh, over a, you know, risky CEH. So I'm going to go Hedgehogs as well.
0: I'm going to go. What do you say, dude? I'm going to go with myself, and it's going to be right with
2: 10.
0: Okay. Heck yes! All right, final matchup here. It's going to be uh, five and three, Scary Terry versus the three and five Monty Fantasy Team. I said that right? Don't double check me. <laughs> uh, Scary Terry is going to have Justin Herbert against the Raiders at quarterback versus Derek Carr at the Chargers for Monty.
1: <laughs> wow! Holy same matchup. Um,
2: <sighs> yeah.
1: Give me Herbert, baby. One
2: hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I think at this point it's hard to choose against or go against Herbert. Yep. Running back for Scary Terry is Melvin Gordon at Atlanta and Josh Jacobs at the Chargers. Jacobs, who I believe I just got a report recently, who he was uh, with a knee and illness, did not practice today, uh, versus fantasy team Dalvin Cook against Detroit and Josh Kelly against right, the Raiders.
2: Well- Josh Kelly, like I said earlier, has been moved down to third on that depth chart. Um he ran behind I think it's uh Tremain Pope. I think I I think that's the right name. Uh last week. So mm-hmm. I'm it, I mean right. Monty better make a move in the next half hour to get Aaron Jones in his lineup. Um because I would play a risky Aaron Jones over over Kelly. Um recently than I've uh, and I've fresh.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I showed him instance, playing Cook, and, Cook Jones. and
2: Jones. Um. But yeah, it, Kelly was going to be the easy. I hate it. Pick. Um, but you know, it, Jones could be a reduced workload tonight. You know, if Jones doesn't put up a good game tonight, that could obviously. Be
1: Yeah, I mean I I like Melvin Gordon against Atlanta. I think Josh Jacobs will be fine. Um his it's not the knee, it's more of an illness that he had. As long as it's not COVID or something, I think he'll be okay. Um Cook is Emily Cook. I just don't know how much Jones is gonna play tonight. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm gonna lead Gordon and, and uh Jacobs, I'm sorry.
0: Alrighty, so receivers for Scary Terry are Sterling Shepard, questionable at Washington, and Juju Smith-Schuster at Dallas versus Tyler Lockett at Buffalo and Corey Davis against
1: Chicago for Monty. Okay, this this is easy. It is Tyler Lockett and Corey Davis. You you we we already saw how Blake, your receiver for the Titans, is questionable. Yep. If, if that yeah, if that comes to fruition or doesn't, it's it might mean more targets for Corey Davis. On top of that, uh, the last couple games we switched off between Lockett and Metcalf. This could be a Lockett game, I'm or it could be a both of them game. Um yeah, give me Lockett and Davis.
2: Oh boy. Um I mean Juju is against Dallas though. Yeah, Man.
1: I, I get and you. has been the only thing I will say against this is Juju is mostly slot, and Dallas actually does okay. Yeah, the slot. Terrible yeah, on the I think outside. it's Lockett
2: and Davis. But uh, you know, Ju- Juju and Shepard are probably going to put up thirty to forty points, and then it's just you know, it, it's whether Lockett and Davis blow up or
1: not. Right. Right. <laughs>
0: All righty, tight end for Scary Terry is Travis Kelsey against Carolina versus Jimmy Graham. You mentioned last week how surprising he's been fancy this year. He's playing at Tennessee.
2: I mean, if Travis Kelsey, they are, it doesn't matter who's
1: playing. 100% true.
0: All righty. Uh, Flex position for Scary Terry is Ronald Jones against New Orleans. And that's, keep in mind, Fournette is back in that offense. Uh, Flex for the Monty Fantasy team is Mike Evans in that same game against New Orleans.
1: I mean, come on. Easy, Mike Evans.
2: Glancing down at the benches. uh, Yes. Monty also has Antonio Brown, who I would be starting over Mike Evans. Yes. Like I said, I, I think they're going to try to get Antonio Brown going early and often. Uh and you know, to try to be like, "Hey, come on, let's go." All right. You know? I even if he plays limited snaps, the snaps that he's in there, he's going or he's going to be the number one option.
1: All right.
0: <sighs> All right. We are going to skip these defensive Defensive kicker. So, Rob, tell me about Scary Terry's bench.
1: I mean, he has no choices, <laughs> unfortunately. Nothing. Nothing here.
0: All right. So, Tyler, would you do anything other than replace Mike Evans with Antonio Brown? What else uh, would you play
2: around with this? No, I mean, for Monty? Uh, I said the earlier thing about benching Kelly for Jones, but he's already done that. So, yeah, I think the only thing I would do is I would get Brown in there.
0: Alrighty, righty. Um, let's go with Boy. Tyler. Make your um, call first.
2: This one's really, really tough. Uh, I don't... I want to push it. I want to say they're going to tie. Um... I, I'm going to give it to Terry on the back of Justin Herbert and on the fact that I think Jones is going to be at least a little bit limited tonight. Um, but we're, we're going to know tonight if if all of a sudden, what's Jones going to get? Yeah, like 20 points roughly. He bounces between 50 uh, with those boom games. If, if Jones puts up less than 10, then it becomes super easy, Terry. If he puts up 25, yeah. then it's mine. But as it stands now, uh, you know, half an hour before the game, I'm going to say Terry.
1: Rob? Terry for me. Uh, Terry for me as well.
0: <sighs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm real torn just like you guys are. And that, it, it's the Aaron Jones usefulness question, also the – Illness and need for Jacobs. I mean, I feel like if, if they are both used at the same capacity, Dalvin Cook definitely outplays Nova Gordon. Right. And then I, I'm going to, my heart is saying, we need the, more the fantasy team.
1: in our
2: picks. I think last week we only had one thing that we picked. Take different.
1: it. Yeah, take it. Yeah. So I'm going to go take Monty.
0: It. All right. Nope. All right. Uh, Tyler, you got any closing words? Oh, Rob, I actually anything? Do. Nope. All right, well, let's... Uh... I have closing words. Well, oh, and you I'm the one that the music, so suck it. <laughs> uh, just the fact that we've... All right. Yeah, but when I when I say you, you have closing words you say no, that means no. Uh, no means no. Just the fact played. that
2: we're skipping over defenses and <laughs> I've kickers heard every single week because they don't matter. We need to get these things out of our stupid fantasy league, And that is my key to everyone. I don't agree. Uh, kickers at the very least. I don't agree. And defenses, probably. Nope. They're staying. Finally. Kickers gotta go. Nope. Kickers I of the league. You heard it here first. Kickers, kickers nope. gone. Nope. Kickers out. Nope. We're kicking them out.
1: Nope. Foot
2: foot no, down, no, no they're kickers. staying. Kickers are gone. Each
1: he shit. Hey. Eat he shit. Hey Tyler, you why don't you
0: it. fucking play us Fuck out it. and stop talking? Yeah,
1: God damn it
2: Stop, stop, stop,